0: Okay, today is the afternoon dalet. Uh We're starting from the top, the top line. That the female sheep can go out. What does it mean that they're kvoulos? It means that the owners of these uh, sheep, they put their, they, they tie the, the, the tails of these sheep down because we don't want the pirate of heart to be exposed. Because um, you don't want to don't want males to go be mating with them, or what if it wouldn't be healthy, or something for the female to do it? So again, it, it represents it's in the best interest and in the health of the sheep for the generals not to be to, not to be exposed. So therefore, they are allowed to go up tied like that. It's not considered that they're carrying something. It says the level you How do you see that covel like this and Fulos means that they're not producing something? Like they're it's the opposite of mating. It's not producing. it says in the passage in the context here is by Shlomo Hamale, it was he, he was paid. The the king of Tsar, he paid him for a lot of the things that uh, for, that were necessary to build the base of Mikdash. So he paid him with giving him twenty cities. So what types of cities were these? So the so says back, what kind of the cities are these? By called Hami, call them Eretz Kavariyamazeh, land of Kaval. What does it mean, the land of Kaval? And this is the lashon that we're looking for. So your arm the people there, where it's like they were covered completely in silver, in silver and gold. So, how does, what does that mean? Where do we see being covered in silver and gold? means that they don't do anything. So, I'm like, I understood. It says that they weren't happy. It says, Khiram wasn't happy with these cities. The people there, they were covered in silver and gold, so he wasn't happy. What's, what, what 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 was not. Um, good about these cities because the people were covered in gold and silver. Some later puna said, "Yeah, this talking that he wasn't happy with it. Keep that here and fine because they were so rich and they were so, you know, nothing could go wrong at all. They were very particular. A lot of the eveditza they didn't do good work. It wasn't good for the king. The king wants you know good working citizens who, who are hard working, working conscientious. So these people who were loaded up with, with gold and silver weren't like that. So there now we got our answer that kulos, the term of kulos we see in Tanach means not working." says the Gemara, another source, from Rachma Yusuck Amar, Erit Chotonasa. It's the land of Chotman. So chotmon, it's a type of dirt that where the earth is very it's all, it's all messed up type of dirt. And the Gemara will describe it, it doesn't produce one. I call it a cavalo Because when a person goes there, the foot it sinks in all the way out Kavala. Kavla means a person's the bottom like the the bottom of the leg by the ankle. So Kavla kulos means that it's like it represents this idea of the bottom of the leg that when you, it's such bad dirt that when you walk there, you sink into the dirt. I'm people say "ar Periods. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a type of dirt that's it goes it goes deep to the ankle, meaning that the ankle it goes all the way into that, and it doesn't make anything. So this is the idea that kivulos again means that it doesn't produce, and this is um, how we come to the term that these female sheep kivulos that they go out with the. Um, not to be mating. And the point is not to be producing anything. And that's Mother and Chavez if it would be in the best interest of the sheep. Okay, then we said Kivunos. So what's Kivunos? There's again the female sheep are going on Kavunos the melas. It means we're protecting here what's going on is that the I um, want to protect the whiteness, the pristine whiteness of the of the wool. So they would have like a covering around the tool so it could be used in the fine, you know, to produce the melas, which is a perfectly you know white type of wool they the color of the ace is like white wool. Might white type of wool. It's somewhat like the, the fresh, clean wool of a lamb that's one day old. And they would use it. They'd cover it uh, to produce this melas type of wool. And the, the idea what happens is when it's one day old, it's an amazing thing. It's like the mother, um, the mother actually cleans, cleans the wool. It's a, it licks the wool, and it's so perfectly white. So they would want to make sure that the whiteness doesn't get dirty. So that's what we're saying. They would, they would, um, they would cover it. There would be some sort of covering, almost like a coat that would go around the uh, the wool. And that's considered here not to be a burden. And this is a fascinating finish. Why is this not considered to be a burden? I mean, is this protecting the animal? Is this in the health of the animal? No. So why? Who, who's interested this really in? This is really in the interest of the owner. So how do we understand why this is, in fact, uh, not considered to be a burden? I mean, Yossi does disagree in the Mishnah, but it's, it is difficult to understand. I mean, you want to, you want to preserve the beautiful whiteness of the sheep, but the, the white wool. I mean, ultimately, that's in the benefit of the, of the owner. It's not really for the preservation of the sheep. But why is that not considered a burden? a difficult idea. Moshe talks about this in Shuvah, where Moshe says that, basically, at the end of the day, it's in the best protection of the animal to have the owner very interested in the things that the animal is producing. So the more interested the owner is in the wool, the better care he will take of the sheep. So therefore it ends up that in some respect it is protecting the sheep for its wool to be so covered and remain perfectly white. Because if the owner is very interested, he's going to take good care of the sheep. And that might be based upon, maybe based upon that concept and why it's not a burden to go out with this covering of, of its wool. But it's really a tremendous chiddish because of what the owner wants. What's better for it, it's not really directly for the health of the, of the sheep. It's still not considered to be a burden. Okay, so then we go back, we said it easy meotsuits That the goats go out and they have the, the pouches that are tied over over their udders. So remember we had three opinions. Tanakama says that the, 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 the that this pouch is mutter, whether you're trying to stop the trap stop the, the the milk from coming in the udders or you're trying to catch the milk both ways are mutter. If says it's always usar, rebutter says it's mutter if you're trying to stop the milk, and it's her where you're trying to catch the milk. That was the, the three opinions. So Itmar rabba Malak Rebu, a was like some people say, instead of saying who they pass like, some people just say the facts. Rav Amar Rav says to drive the milk as much of Lol and not to collect the milk. In both cases, it is, um, it is also. There are some people who teach it um, on this bride, so Yisum Yotun Suros Liavish, that goats can go out. Right, with this pouch tied on the udders, if it's to dry the milk of a little chalet, but not to collect the milk, which treats my a they say halacha. this is the halakha from me But who's gonna who's gonna know literally who's gonna, you know, make a lottery. Who's gonna make a lottery to know what the pouch has been there for? which ones are there to dry the milk and which ones are there to catch the milk. Those are my opinions. since people can't know the difference, you know, it's very easy to get confused. So therefore we have to be Makamir and we say Both cases they're aser. So they said that uh, the pouch are, is forbidden. I'm realizing this now also that you can say the same similar, similar thing with the um with the issue of 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 having the pouch around around the udders we have one opinion of both us I mean that's pretty easy to understand it's a burden but the opinion that says that 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 to stop the milk from coming maybe it's been the best interest of the health of, of the cow not to produce milk we could we could understand that but to cash the milk that seems difficult also why is it not a burden I mean that it's not like that it would make a difference to the health of the animal. It seems like the owner wants that. So maybe you have to go back to that same svara that the owner would take care of it better if, he, if he's able to, to have all these things, to get all the milk. And maybe that's part of the svara why one opinion is saying it's not a burden. How do we paskin? Because Allah has talked like that, that it's mutter to have the pouch, whether it's you're drying up the milk or you're trying to collect the milk. Either way, it's mutter for these goats and these sheep to go out with the pouch around the udder. Okay, so now the Mishnah delineates all the things that you're not allowed to do. And a lot of these are the inverse of some of the things that we learned. ever met. So what can an animal not go out with? A camel can't go out with a towel. So there's a lot of different shots on what it might be. Um, uh, Rashi seems to go that it's actually like a cushion uh, that, that, that's back there in the, in the tail. And, 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 and it seems that it would, it, would protect the, it would protect the animal, but we'll still see that you're not, um, you're not allowed to go out with it. And we'll see what the issue is. It seems like it might fall off. Um, it might fall off and you might come to carry it. We'll see We'll see that based in the Gemara. Low qur vlo You can't go out if you bind the feet together. We'll see how you bind them together. We'll see in the Gemara. But the, the idea is you're trying to you know make sure the animal doesn't run away. So you, you, you make sure that it can, its legs aren't fully mobile. Now, why can't you do that? Why, what's wrong with that? Are you protecting it for the, for the protection of the animal? So you're a fascinating far. Spher- from the Mr. Brewer, one of the svaras he gives is just, it might fall off. Okay, fine, that's good, you might come to carry it. But he gives another fascinating svara that even though it's for the protection of the animal, since the animal is in pain from it, the animal doesn't like it, it's considered a burden. Even though it's for, its, it, it, you know, the owner knows best and he's gonna do it to protect the animal so that it won't run away or get into fights and whatnot when it's on the street. But since when it's wearing it, it's not liking it, it's not enjoying it, it feels like it's in pain, it does, it's not fully, you know, exercising uh, uh, with all of its feet in the street. Because they're tied off, so that might be considered a burden. We just mentioned, you know, for, for a camel, but it's true for other animals as well. You can't tie a bunch of animals together, uh, camels each other, and pull one of them so that all of them come. You're not allowed to do that. We'll see what the reason is. In other words, you can only, what you want to do is only pull the, the, the camel at the top, the head, and then just have the rest of the camels tied together so that they'll follow. You're not allowed to do that. We'll see what the reason is. You could take all the ropes, you know, leash all of them separately, and then gather all the ropes in your hand and pull them, all the ropes together. That is mutter. As long as you don't uh, fully wrap the ropes around, fully around your hand, then we'll see what, the, what that restriction is all about. Okay, so first the Gemara says we mention that the camel doesn't go out with the two which remembers the cushion back by the tail. So Tana lo novel. Can't go out. To the tail. is tied to the tail. Al who so, was go out if it's tied not only to the tail but also to the hump of the camel. So Rashi says because then you're, it's for sure was not going to fall off. In other words, it's not be'etzem a'masa. It's not be'etzem a burden. The idea is, and the reason is because it's protecting it. It's protecting the. Uh, it's protecting. It's protecting the the camel. Um, you don't want it to rub against the skin. So, the, the issue why it can't go out is only because it might fall off. So, if it's just tied to the tail, it might fall off. But if it's also tied to the humps, it's not going to fall off. So, then it's okay. i a If you know, to take a like It could go out, matutelus is tied to the shilyasa. The shilyasa is like a placenta that's dangling out. So, it's not going to shake off the, the matutelus because because it would give it pain. And therefore, in that case also, it would be um, okay for it to go out like that. Continues, Mitchell, can't go out different ways that it's bound, right? with all the, the lesbian mobiles, we're saying it's one of two things, either because the thing might come off and you might carry it, or it's considered a burden because the animal doesn't like it that way, so it's a burden It's a burden that it's carrying. So the Gemara clarifies, what are these two ways to, to tie it? i'm <inaudible> The term of binding means that a hand and a foot together. <inaudible> it's like <inaudible> the way that was, that means the front and the back together. Two different binding, one foot in the front with the back one. When it says, Ruggle, that means what you would do is they would bend the, the lower part, like right, the, the foreleg, which, or they would bend it up to the top and tie it there together. So those two things are awesome. You can't tie together the front and the back, and you can't uh, bend over the leg, then tie it to the top. You can't, you can't do such a thing. Those are the two things that are awesome. But according to Rebbe you could tie the two front legs or the two back legs to each other. Now, that's the point of Rebbe The iser, the mission is talking about, is either to tie the front and the back or to bend up the leg from the, from the top to the bottom, but to have the two front legs connected or the two back legs connected is okay, according to our It says the gemara it says, bind means, the awkward means that the two front legs are tied together, two back legs tied together, and And the second one means you don't bend, um, you don't bend the bottom on top of the, uh, to the top. So we clearly see that it is assertive to have the two front legs Tied together, with the two back legs tied together. So my answer is: Rav Yisrael who taught me told me Rav it was going like this: Danya, Danya, Alkadav Yishe Yaveregel. Alkad means the front and the back leg together. Or two front legs together, the two back legs together. Rago and Rago means that you shouldn't bend the top part, um, the bottom part of the, of the leg to the, to the top part and tie it there. Now. So we mean that who does definition of akud of tying the front leg together with the back leg is like this tana, but the Gemara says, but it still doesn't help us. A odamer, Rav does not really like that tana because this is a mishavasei vanecha. The ra- the beginning of the brayso uh, that says that akud means the front leg with the back leg, that's like him, and and the last part of the brayso is also good. That rakud means ruggle means that you're you're you're, you're tying up the, the bottom part of the leg with the top, that's also good. But mitsias akasha about the middle part of the brayso, the middle part of the brayso said you can't tie the two front legs together or the two back legs together. That's contradicts to review. The reviews are saying. That's not awesome. The only thing that's also is a front leg with a back leg or bending the, the, the bottom of the leg, bending it up at the top. But it's not also to tie the two front legs together or the two back legs together. Here in the Bryce, we're saying it is. So my answer is we have to find another brace. It says in the i means to hand and a foot, yes, an the front and a back. You don't want to bend the lower part onto the onto the top part. So that's Exactly like Rabbi Huda, but in fact, according to this Tana, to tie the two front legs together or the two back legs together would be okay. Lady of Sharkamal, then we said, You can't tie a bunch of camels to each other and then you just want to pull one of them. You can't do that. My time, what's the reason? What's the answer? What's the difference if I hold multiple leashes in my hand or if I tie them all together and then I just pull the front one? What's the difference? So, My time, Amar Rebbe Ash, Mashim, the also looks like you're going to sell them in the open market. So the idea is that if they're all tied together, it's like, that's something, um, it looks like that's something that's like, you know, a whole package of, of camels that you're selling and therefore you can't do that just so it doesn't give the wrong impression. But it's not forbidden because of the laws of carrying on Shabbat. But we say you take all the ropes into your hand and pull all the leashes together. So, so, but the mission then added, but you can't wrap all the ropes around your hand. So the Gemara says, Amar This restriction that you shouldn't wrap them all around your hand is because of the laws of Kalaim. What does it mean because of the laws of Kalaim? Kalaim Demai. What type of Kalaim? Kalaim Adam. Meaning Kalaim with the person, meaning you're going to be pulling the, the, together with the camels. If you're going to wrap the ropes fully around your hand, so you're tying yourself together to the animals. So if the animals are pulling, let's say the animal's pulling something, so you're pulling something together with the camel. And that's Kalayan. Because the same way you can't have, let's say, um, a, a camel and, a, and, a, and an ox pulling something together, right? The Torah says you can't have two different types of animals pulling together. So maybe a person can't pull together with a camel. Very interesting Hava Not only are two animals forbidden to be tied together to carry something, but maybe a person cannot tie himself together with an animal to pull something. So if a person is going to fully wrap these ropes around his hands, he's going to be tying himself to the camel. So whatever the camel might, 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 might be pulling, it would be like the person is pulling with them. And that's a problem with Kaline. But the Gemara says there's no such restriction for a person to mix together uh, to tie together with an animal to pull something. So a person is always to, to plow or pull something together with any types of animal. Kalim is only two different species of animals to bound together to pull something. There's no restriction for a person to bind himself together with an animal to pull something. So it can't be that that's the issue here. We mean kalim of the ropes, meaning, let's say some of the ropes are, 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 are wool and some of the ropes are linen. So, so, you have a kolaim issue. It's going to be wrapped around his hand if they're both if they're all wrapped, compact together around his hand. So then that might be an issue of um, of kalayim, that it's warming his hand. So the Gemara says, but that can't be either. says, if let's say you only have one stitch between wool and linen, it's not considered connected, and therefore it's not a problem of kolaim. The Torah always says that it's only a problem of kolaim if they're connected. So even one stitch is not connected, you need a minimum of two stitches. If you're just holding multiple robes, some are wool, and some are linen, they're not really connected to each other, you're just holding them together, there's no violation of khalayim. So the Gemara says, the because of the robes, that some might be wool and some, and some might be linen. You don't wrap them and tie them. That would, that's what the Mishnah is saying. Just to hold them together wouldn't be a problem. But you can't tie them together with knots. To, you know, maybe you would do that to make sure that they stay in your hand. that is forbidden because of the laws of Shatnes. Okay, says the Gemara. Now we're talking about again leading an animal by a leash. So really, it's not a problem, right? You're not carrying the leash. The animal is really carrying the leash. and The animal is good. It's good for its protection, so it's not a problem. So, Amar Shmuel, a very important qualification. It's only mutter if the end of the rope that you're holding in your hand doesn't go beyond below your hand. A tafak If it goes below your hand, the tafak, then it's going to look. If it's hanging down below hand, the tafach, then it's going to look like you're carrying the rope, and that's awesome. So you have to make sure that the end of the rope isn't hanging down a So as Gemara Amar Ba'i. Uh, I'm sorry. So first, thing Mars says, alright, that the rope can go down two tefachim below his hands." what practically is. So really, up until is allowed. But 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 if you want someone to ask you what is the halacha, you're supposed to say one tavach so that the person doesn't come to do the isr. That's an interesting concept to rule a little bit more stringently than the stringently than the halacha actually is. It says the gemara of Atan, It doesn't rise. You can pull an animal here by the leash as long as the, the leash isn't dragging on the ground. That's a tavach off. Um, so 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 he's contradicting Shmuel. Shmuel says that it can't come out one or two talking Here we're saying go farther down as long as it doesn't reach the ground. So the why says, "Kitani i was talking about the part of the rope that's between uh, the person and the animal. There's two, there's, there's two different restrictions. One is that, like Shmuel says, the end of the rope can hang down more than a, a tafakh. And then there's another restriction. It shouldn't, the, the part the, that, that's between the person and the animal shouldn't drag down all the way to the floor because then it's going to appear um, like, a, like a burden uh, if, if it's too close to the ground. So it doesn't, you can't really tell that the rope is, is pulling the animal. It would look like the animal... Uh, it would look like it was just something the animal randomly is carrying. So, so there's two points. So one is the end of the rope you can't drag down more than a and another is that the leash shouldn't be dragging down by the floor. Okay, so those are two separate halachos for pulling the camel by the leash. Continues the Mishnah what the animals can't can't go out with Ein, chamor yosmer dazmanachin exyurba. The donkey can't go out with what we learned about the saddle cloth if it wasn't tied on before Shabbos. So that's what we learned. Um, And yesterday's daf That it means a saddlecloth Really can be considered For the warmth of the donkey Remember donkeys are always cold So they like to put the saddlecloth So it's gone It's fine As long as it's tied From before Shabbos But the idea is It's tied before Shabbos It's clearly a a baguette A garment that the donkey Normally wears But if it's not something That the donkey normally wears Then we don't see it Like a baguette So it's us so it can't go out. The Bish is saying the animal can the, the donkey can't go out if it's not a regularly used saddlecloth. Lobozova Bishwapaka can't go out with a bell even if it's stopped. What's the idea? We'll see in the Gemara what's the big deal with having a bell. It's not making, you know, it's not making noise. So you don't have an issue of making an issue of making noise. So what's the problem with the bell with the bell? And you can't have uh, so literally it's like a ladder that's on the neck. We'll see what the gemara, what the Gemara is talking about. Um, and all these things is that we're concerned that it might, for this one, we're concerned it might fall off. We'll see what it is, but we're concerned it might fall off and you come to carry the strap that it sometimes wears on the leg. Chicken can't go out with a chut, so it's like a, a cord. We'll see what that is in the uh, the strap on their legs. The male sheep can't go out with a little wagon that goes under their tail. So it's a very interesting idea that the end of the, of the tail, um, we don't want it to drag on the, on the ground. It might get hurt. So they had like a tiny little wagon under the tail that the, that, 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 and, and we're saying that it's forbidden, um, it's forbidden for the animal to go out with that on Shabbos. We'll see more about that in the Gemara. So the female sheep can't go out chanunos. We have to see what that means. We'll see in the Gemara. The, 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 the cat can go out with the gimon. We'll see that. The, par, the cow doesn't go out with the stuff covering its udders here. Uh, but this is specific, Rashi explains that they didn't want animals to suck the milk. So that is something that the animal is not allowed to go out with. An interesting point. We'll learn more about that, exactly what's going on in the Gemara, about preventing other animals from coming and sucking uh, its milk. Okay, so... Um, or If you have a cow... I uh, can't have a strap between its horns. We'll see what that is. It's going to be a monster I think Marble will tell us a strap. A cow doesn't need a strap. It would go out with a strap between its horns. I didn't like it. So I guess the strap is not is, is maybe a beautiful uh, decoration. It's a beautiful thing for it. But again, we've learned that that's not so precious. Okay, either decorations completely are or if they're not normal, it's a for the cow to go out with the strap between its horns is forbidden. So now we analyze all these things in the mission. The first thing was that the donkey going out with the saddle cloth is only much if it was tied before Shabbos. My time off why if it wasn't tied before Shabbos, why is it also like, the like we learned like we said we learned yesterday if it wasn't go out before Shabbos if it wasn't tied before Shabbos, we don't view it as a beggot. For Lobazo you can never go out with a bell. Avishup, even if the bell is stopped, it's not gonna make noise. What's the reason mission domestic kinda looks like you're going to sell it. The ones that were sold used to have a bell Rasha says the bell made it look nicer. It was more, you know, enticing to buy. So we don't want the wrong impression being given that a person is going to sell on Shav. So the donkey doesn't go out with the ladder on the neck of Loa. It's by the, it's like something that protects by the, by the, um, it's in the shape of a ladder, but it's by the cheek. And it protects something there by the cheek. And the my Avdi what is it made for? The where the animal's wound, le'ahadachai, but we don't want the animal to turn around and start scratching. So this, the Ladder thing stops the animal from turning its head and scratching. Um, it would use its teeth to scratch, it stops it from doing that. So, what's the idea that you're not allowed to do it? So, the idea is because it might fall off, and if it falls off, the person would be enticed to go carry. Now, what's interesting is that you know, we learned we learned before that it depends, you could go out with like a, a cast or a, like a broken limb or a splint or something like that. So, this is different because this is a little bit more value. So if it would fall off, you would, you would carry it, right? Some of the other things, a small little wooden splint, if it falls off, you just leave it there in the street, so you might not come to carry it. So this issue is, in fact, it's not a daraisa. It's not, the animal isn't carrying it. It's for its own protection. We don't want the animal to, to scratch with its teeth, with its teeth. But the, the issue is that you might come to carry it if it would fall off. A low bird, for agalo, can't go out with a strap on its leg. What is the strap on the leg? The, the gizma. They make it, we don't want it to get, to get hurt. So sometimes Rashi explains like the, the, the the feet of the of the of the animal would would, would hit each other, so they had these things above the hooves to protect it if the hoof would one foot hoof would hit the other, so it protects it. But we're saying it can't go out because a lot of times they would fall off and you would come to carry it. chickens don't go out with cords. What are these cords? Says the they would do them. It was like a simen. It, was, it was it was it was like you know carrying an ID. So that they don't want them you know people to get mixed up whose chicken is which. So they, they, everyone had their own and different types of cords. So it can't go out with the cord. Now, this is an interesting idea. Why not? Because it's not for the protection of the chicken. It's not for the interest of the chicken. And therefore, it's just, you know, a random thing. That the owner wants to know whose chicken is whose. And the, mission, and the Gemara here is saying that that is, in fact, a problem. And uh, the post can understand that that is an issue dar isa. So obviously, the big, the big question is, what's with, uh, you know, a dog's ID based upon this Gemara? We'll talk about that another time. Okay, below uh, So the chickens don't have a strap on their legs. So what does chickens have straps? You don't want them to break things in the street. In other words, the legs of the chicken. You know, oftentimes, they used to like, you know, pick up its feet and kick, kick all stones and could, hit, which could break things. So they would put these like things on their legs to make sure that wouldn't happen. So that is forbidden because you're not doing it to protect the chicken. You don't want the chicken just to, you know, to kicking pebbles in the street. So therefore, it is forbidden for it to go out with that. The rams don't go out with this little wagon under their tail. The part of this wagon is that the tail shouldn't be hit by any, like, the stones or the rocks. So evidently, really, that should be okay, right? Because it's protecting. It's protecting. It doesn't want to get hurt. But I guess maybe we're concerned that the wagon sometimes gets uh, falls off and that uh, you would come to carry it, I suppose. It says, So what's Chanuno? It says, so after they shear the sheep, right? So there's no wool. Well, it takes time for the wool to grow back. So after they shear, so they 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 put a whole a whole a whole, a whole oil kind of like thing to to warm it up. So they put it on top. It's four. It doesn't become cold because it doesn't have a coat. So this Chanunos thing. Is this um, bag of oil that keeps it warm? So see You're treating him like Samarukva. What does that mean? You're treating him like mar Samarukva was a very important person, right? So, 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 so it's like he, if he, if he, if he was cold, they would treat him with such royalty. So, what do you, treat? Do you think? Do you think the owners really treat sheep with such royalty? You think they're putting this oil on their on their foreheads? So Ella, yalla, you're published one comment your khis fi el when it, the sheep is giving birth, tomlashniya sokan shashman they have two different things of oil for it, niga apat khase they put one on the forehead, the rakam one on the womb, kideesh shash becomes warm and that helps with the birthing process. So I've not can see into yalta, yalta is Ramnak's wife. So it's the same point, you know, Ramnak's saying like you're, you're pampering the sheep. No, you don't have that that's excessive. Nobody nobody really does that. So Ella, what is the ripe right chat? Amar huna etakliish bqan yam. There's a tree with khanishman, it's called the khane they would bring a chip of the tree they put it in, inside of the nose of the sheep the it will be good it will sneeze the worms in its head comes out so in other words the chanun is actually from the tree and it um, it helps it sneeze which is good for which is good for its health and we kept in the nose but I guess the idea here is is that it might fall out so it can't go out with that so the, the sheep as well why are we talking only for, for the male sheep also why why didn't we um why, why are we picking on the females? So the Mar says, The male sheep, they're always headbutting. So if they're always headbutting, so the, so the, worm, the worms inside the head, on the head are falling, falling anyway. But for the females who, who, who aren't fighting, so for them, for the worms to come out, they have to have a good sneeze. It says the Mar, another shot, and what it means, Chanunos, Shimon is Omar, Kismaz, Risma. It's a chifah, like Risam wood. That, that It's a different type of wood that they would put into the sheep's um, nose to make it nice. So the Gemara says, it's a Chanun tree. That's why the Mishnah calls it Chanunos. It's the wood is Chanun wood. El Abana, and that actually the wood is a different type of wood. It's brashim wood, my Chanunos. So why is the? Where do we get the term of Chanunos? The says, we're doing Chanun. Chanun means an act of compassion, right? So it's an act of compassion to put this wood inside the sheep." Sheep's nose so that it sneezes so that's why this piece of wood is called Khanunos. that's the idea of being called Khanun, but I guess it's still forbidden because we're concerned it might fall out and we come to uh, carry it then the Mishnah said yo the calf with gimon my eagle gimon what is it what is this idea what is it amarvuna barnira so it's a little yoke and the idea of the yoke is that it, it forces it to, to bending its head it's, it's training it's like training the little little baby one to bend its head so it's also awesome for it to go out with it to go out with it like that. Where do we see? Here the the Navi is like criticizing the people who fast but they're not sincere. So it's saying is this what I wanted just for people to bend? It's just for people to, to, to bend their heads a little bit? So so in and here, here is like a is 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 like a hook. Uh, that they, they would catch some, some some fish on it, and it's bent, and that's the point, you bend, these people aren't really serious about the fasting, but they bend their head, oh yeah, 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 of course, we're repenting. So here we see that it means, like, um, that it means, that it, that, that, uh, that it means to bend. The law the, continues, the cow doesn't go out with the skin around the udders. What is this? They do this so that the cow, so that different things don't, you know, attach themselves to their udders, and start and start drinking the milk. So we don't we don't we don't want that to happen. So that's forbidden. Um, to to put this little skin over it so that that, that, that that people don't come to so that so that the these little things don't come and suck on the others. And I guess the prohibition again is because it might fall off and you might come to carry it. The lower research bank now you can't go out with the strap between his horns. So this to and this is going back to what we learned in the beginning of the week. If you go like Rav, Rav holds that the strap, whether it's for decoration or to control the cow, both cases also for decoration, it's also because you don't need, you don't decorate cows, and it's also to control it because the cow doesn't need the controlling. according to Rav, excessive, it's, it's excessive. You don't need it. You could just, a cow, you just nudge a little bit. You don't need a strap. But if you go like Shmuel, it's only talking about decorative ones, but one that's to control the cow is okay. So, how to understand what the itzer is with the cow and the strap. Then the end of the mission said, Paraso Shabazz so Mosiah, that our, our cow he used to go out with the strap. So the Quran makes an inference. Chalda Paravaloba, our Bloodsman only had one cow. We said, Our Bloodsman cow. So it implies he only had one. Is that true? He only had one. So our used to take off mice or 12,000 calves from his stuff every single year. So we're talking about the mitzvah of right? so, mice or right? So one every 10 animals. It's supposed to be a carver, So, um so 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 we're saying that he had all these all these cows and he would have mice or twelve thousand cows from his stuff every year. So what are we saying? His cow would go out with a strap, it implies only one cow. Look how many cows he really had. So the Gemara says, shalom shalom Really, it wasn't his. It wasn't his. He had that he, he didn't go out with the calf. He he knew it was usher to go out with the strap for his cow. But it was his neighbor who would do it. However, Mito shalom because Rabbi Elazar wasn't didn't didn't protest against his neighbor, he didn't tell his neighbor that he was doing the wrong thing. Nick al Shmo was called his cow. Very interesting concept that because he didn't tell his friend that he was doing the wrong thing, then we treated it as if it was his own cow that was doing that aveirah. Uh, says the Gemara: chanina, Rabbi Chanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi And first we bring a group of people here. Chanina, rabbi Chanan, Rabbi Yochanan, and taught. And the Gemara just interrupts and says: Whenever you're learning Moi, Koki Agama. Whenever this group of people is here, Chalufa Rabbi take up Rabbi Yochanan, Maaliv Rabbi Yonasan, and put in Rabbi Yonasan. So what did these people say? Anyone who could, he has, the, he has the chance to tell people in his house not to do the wrong thing. And he doesn't do it, and they keep on doing the Averis. Nitzvah Sancho he's punished for what the rest of the people in his house do. same thing with his people, and it's down. If you have the ability to tell people in your city that they're doing the wrong thing and you do not, nitva Sancheiro, you're punished for what they do. You could do the same thing for the, if you someone who could change the whole world, and he doesn't do it. He's punished for the, the entire world. Whatever they do, he would be punished for the whole world. The people like the Reish Kulusa. The Reish Kulusa's people, the, they were people with a lot of political power. So these Jews, are the, all the, right, they were going to be responsible. They could tell the Jewish people not to do the wrong thing. So they're going to be responsible for all the crimes. It says, Hashem is mishpat. And he's going to judge the elders, of the people, and the rulers. If the rulers are sinning, I mean, what did the elders do, right? The elders are the chachamim, the What do they do wrong? It means that the, the elders are going to be punished because they didn't protest for what the leaders did. So that's going to be, Hashem is going to punish them. And this is a concept of the horror the of our laws of Nazaria that went out with his strap even though it wasn't his cow but it was called his cow because he did not um, protest.